Bandwidth for This Week in Photography is brought to you by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. Okay, a couple years back, one of the things that caught all of our imagination was super high-speed imagery coming out of little cameras. Now, a lot of us, when working in film, we're kind of used to 240 uh, frames per second, 320. You can do, do a lot of this stuff where you're doing kind of slow motion uh, for special effects. This is, a, you know, this is a, a consumer camera that was able to do this. And so this was a couple years ago we saw it, and it was kind of in this form factor, and it was a Casio, uh, shooting up to 1,000 frames per second. Uh, now, a lot of this is becoming less expensive and a lot smaller. Check this out. So what you have here is this is the F FH100, the EX FH100. And this has got, you know, it's got the standard stuff. It's got a 10x lens, and it shoots, you know, groups of photos the way the Casio shoots them. But, of course, the thing that really uh, gets me interested in it, of course, is the high speed. If we're doing some kind of... Kind of geeky, uh, you know, for the geek in me, I just want to have, you know, high speed, you know, a thousand frames a second. Now, the thousand frames a second is really small. It's actually really, really uh, high and really, really wide. And the reason for that is the way that they scan the chip. They're just trying to cheat and get as much as they can off the chip. And that's why a lot of the imagery gets a lot smaller as you make it a lot faster. One of the cool things, though, is that now you can do up to 120 frames a second at 640 by 480. And just a little less than that when you want to go to 240 frames a second, which is, you know, a resolution that's big enough to have a lot of fun with. So, so the thing is, is that it's a, it's a, it's, this is really kind of a geek camera, in my opinion. It's, it's, it does all the other stuff that you want to do if all you want is a camera, but it adds a lot more to it. And instead of being, you know, the $1,000 that it was when it first came out, this is only $399. So uh, it's a great camera. It's a 10-megapixel camera. It's a, it's a great pocket camera. That's what I'm looking at for. Um, but it also adds that one little extra. And it's something that I think we're going to see in a lot more cameras. It's actually one of the things that I, I think is going to, we're going to see as a trend. You know, a trend of these cameras starting to uh, add high speed. A lot of them are using very similar chips or the same chip in the camera, but only Casio is really taking full advantage of it. And the reason that they're taking full advantage of it or how they're doing that is with two CPUs. So they've got one reading off of the car, one reading off the chip and another one, you know, saving it away. And so it's pulling it out and saving it away. And, and, and by adding that extra CPU, they're able to stretch a lot more of what's coming out of this camera. Now I'm going to show you one more while we're here at Casio that I thought was pretty cool. So, um, so what we have here, this is the EXG1, and um, and this one, this is another trend that I think is going to be important that we're going to see more and more of. And I think this is actually one of the best versions of that trend. Uh, and this is this is kind of your your resistant. You can drop this thing seven feet. Uh, you can take you can have it out in the in the uh, in the cold uh, down to about 14 degrees. And, uh, and, and, and you can also you know, take it underwater up to 10 feet. So the thing is, is that you have, uh, you know, uh, this is really the, the kind of the all-purpose camera that you can take out into the elements, uh, take it underwater, uh, do all those things with it that you normally are constantly worried about with your camera. I mean, I'm not even worried about taking it underwater. I just want to be able to take it out in the rain. I don't want to have to worry about that. I want to be able to take it out in the snow, that type of thing. And so this is a great little camera. It, it does do video, um, as, the, as, as the other one does as well. I mean, almost all the these cameras now do video, um, but it does video. It has a little uh, YouTube capture mode, so it's already pre-compressed, ready to go. Uh, and it's just what I like about it is, is a lot of the these hardened cameras really don't look that good. And I really think this one looks pretty gnarly. And so, uh, so anyway, I, I think that uh, you know I, I like the look of it. Um, I you know I trust Casio to make a pretty good camera, and and I think that it has a lot of the features. By the way, it has one thing that. 
almost none of the other cameras out here have, which is some kind of interval shooting. Now, of course, it's very limited interval shooting or time-lapse shooting, um, but it is in there, uh, kind of. We're hoping to see them actually upgrade that firmware sometime in the fall. Um, uh, we're asking for it because, um, you know, it's insane that these little cameras don't have time-lapse functions, and you'll see me probably talk about that a little more often, but it's, it just doesn't, there's no reason, it's just a piece of software. So, but anyway, over that, over my little rave, um, it's a great little camera, and once again, this is the EX G1. Okay, we're here at Samsung, and there's a couple things that I wanted to show. One is, is something that's really specific to Samsung, and another one's another trend that I wanted to talk about. So, um, first of all, this is, this is new. This is the NX10, and uh, we've seen these little cameras, these little bodies uh, in the past. So one of the ones we were just looking at was over at Panasonic. Uh, we were looking at the four-thirds. Now, this is similar in that it doesn't have a mirror, but the one thing that they've added to it uh, is, is having an APS sensor. So you have a, a much larger sensor, probably twice the area uh, of, uh, or more of the of the four-thirds sensor. And what that means is better light sensitivity at the same resolution or more resolution. So, um, so what you have here, this is a 14 megapixel camera. Uh, and it is, again, the mirror, with taking the mirror out allows the camera to be a lot smaller. So it, it you know, we, we see a lot of these. I mean, when you're buying like a Rebel or a, uh, or if you have a 20D or a 40D or whatever it is, you know, part of the reason it's so big is because of that mirror, and it's not here anymore, and it's a lot smaller. And so, uh, a little bit easier when you're thinking about packing, it's going to be smaller, the lenses are going to be smaller. So, um, it's just a, a slightly more miniaturized unit, but still getting what you're used to with an APS-style sensor. Um, now, another thing that's, that is, an, is a trend that I wanted to show you, and this is happening, this is one camera that does it. There's a lot of cameras that do it, and we'd like to see a lot more. Um, and this is the GPS unit. So, so what this camera does, this is the HZ35W, and what this has is a GPS sensor in it. That, what that means is that when you're taking photos, and, and we saw this uh, you know, uh, last year, um, you know, there's been a handful of cameras started coming out. Now it's starting to show up everywhere, which is that you've got a GPS um, unit in here. It's attaching the uh, GPS information to the EXIF data. So you're actually able to get the information of exactly where you were uh, and um, uh, exactly when you're shooting it. And that's really the easiest, the best way to do it. And one of the things that leaves me torn, I was talking about the Casio over there, but I mean, talking about the, uh, the, the, um, the Casio, the, the high-speed camera, one of the things I'm torn about is that I really have a hard time thinking about buying a camera without GPS in it. And so uh, I'm pretty excited about, about this little camera. Now there's, there's one more thing I want to show you over here. Okay, so we jumped to the other side of the booth, and, and uh, one more thing I want to show you that Samsung's doing, and, and once again, other companies are doing, uh, is, the, uh, is a Wi-Fi connection. So they're starting to build them into the camera. Now, you know that I love my iFi, and I attach it, and I like putting it into the cameras, but it is a, a, an SD card, and, and I have broken one. Uh, and so having it just built into the camera is a pretty nice feature. Now, uh, I'm not necessarily you know, going to get this camera tomorrow, but I, I think that th this technology that Samsung is starting to apply to their, their uh, cameras, I'm hoping we're going to see in a lot of other cameras. I think it is a great feature and for those of you who really just want to be connected, who don't want to worry about what card you have, don't want to buy another expensive card, this might be the solution for you.